Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer, I'm Dave. On a Sunday afternoon, and a bright and Sunday afternoon, Lance Pelkey. And... Joe Dramisi, and it's uh, great to be here. What a wonderful day to be on the radio. Absolutely. Let me tell you, and this segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego. 7853 Balboa Avenue, San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. They are the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Go to the thegunrangesandiego.com. You can set up classes. You can set up parties. You can bring your your brothers and sisters and go down and go shooting, your co-workers, whatever you want to do, and join their uh, their exclusive club for tons and tons of discounts and benefits. Lance is, uh, well, you're a t- uh, gold ring, aren't you? Or what do you I'm a gold it? member, absolutely. Yeah, a gold member. If you're going to do it, that's the way to do yeah, it. Yeah, plus I spilled a solvent, as you know, so they clean two guns a month for me, which that's is right. fabulous. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. So if you ever have never shot before and you're real nervous about shooting and you don't want to be embarrassed, they will not do that. The whole team down there, they love first-time shooters because they can treat, teach you the right way. And they love old-time shooters because, you know, they're old-time shooters too. And it's kind of fun to shoot with people that are like-minded. But if you've never shot a gun before, never held a gun, you need to go down. And don't make the mistake I did. I went to a gun range before the gun range San Diego kicked in. And I took my wife, and I ended up getting a gun that she cannot fire. And that won't happen at the gun range, San Diego. And make sure you tell me you heard it right here on KCBQ. All right. So we got a special guest on the line. We Michael, a- do you want to enter? Oh, Michael's not here. Yeah, where is Michael He's today? hot dogs. Joe, where's Michael today? Michael's uh, enjoying the Padres, apparently. Oh, today. See, that's another benefit of belonging to San Diego County gun owners, right? That's for sure. I understand there's at least 50 people yeah, down there a- all wearing San Diego County gun owners' hats. See, you're, you guys, you're not alone. See? Come See? with us. All right. All right. So, Michael, who we got on the line? Well, speaking of com- coming with us, uh, you know, there there's a beautiful uh, assembly district up on uh, the north part of San I Diego. Love that area. And uh, Assembly District 76, which was uh, owned, I believe, and run before by, by the Republicans. I think it was Rocky Chavez, if, if uh, my memory serves me correctly. Um, but uh, today we have a, a nice uh, guest coming on and who's running for the 76th District. That's uh, Mr. Michael Murray. Are you on the line, my friend? I am on the line. How are you guys? Hey, man. We're doing great. We appreciate you taking your time out of your uh, on your Sunday afternoon and and so uh, tell us uh, why you decided to run for this uh, 76th Assembly District. Well, um, a lot of the same reasons why Mike Schwartz decided to go to the Padres game. It uh, just seems like a good thing to do right now. Uh, no, <laughs> you um, didn't get invited either, huh? Exactly. Uh, when I ran into him last time at, uh, at a meeting, he said, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be there to interview you. Interview you. I'm going to the Padres game. I said, man, I just fell second to the Padres. I, I can accept that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, running for the 76 honestly was a, a, a easy choice and a natural progression uh, with the way things have been going. 
uh, you know, this last couple of years. Um, I've never been in an elected position before. However, I've worked on uh, other campaigns in the past. Mm. And, uh, you know, before two years ago, I had no political aspirations of my own at all. Um, I, it was just a job. But uh, you know how it is when, you know, you lie to yourself long enough, the more you learn, the less you can lie to yourself, you know, with the education. And so the more I learned about how um, how legislation gets passed and how taxes get raised and how, uh, you know, school systems get what they need, uh, just more and more of my passion uh, fell into it. And so um, I've pretty much come to the determination that we don't need more smart people in government. We have plenty of smart people. What we need now is uh, people with balls, quite honestly. We need nice. brave people. Um, you know, comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right now, the Democrats have the supermajority, and it's going to be pretty difficult to get any legislation passed if you're not somebody who is tenacious. And um, as a Marine combat veteran, um, uh, there's really nothing that a person stateside can do or say that can uh, make me switch up on my beliefs. And so I think we need that more than ever right now. Well, I appreciate it, uh, uh, Mr. Murray. And also, too, uh, wasn't uh, did any Republicans run uh, this last time or it was just a couple of Democrats and that's how they got the office? They won the seat. Uh, so actually, um, the reason why we're in the situation we are right now as a party is because too many Republicans ran mm. and we ended up splitting, splitting the vote pretty aggressively. That's so, right. Um, so, yeah, so Tasha Horvath is in there now. Okay. Uh, and, you know, she's a confident woman, but, uh, you know, quite honestly, we just don't share the same beliefs when it comes to uh, certain aspects of government. And so now um, we have three candidates running, myself and two others. And, um, you know, uh, strategically, we're just really being careful about making sure too many aren't running again. So the the party is, you know, obviously being very diligent as far as making sure they select the right candidates. And I'm, I'm working my hardest to make sure that that's me. And so, and so what's the one thing or one or two things you think you could do to, you know, help make a difference with the onslaught of, uh, you know, the other side, uh, you know, representing government nowadays? Uh, well, one of those things, one is a, a policy issue. And the, the second thing is more of a social issue. I'll start with the policy issues. Um, right now, housing affordability in California is um, astronomical and it's even worse for coastal cities. Um, and when it comes down to it, you know, regulatory burdens and uh, permanent fees are just killing home builders. And uh, those same regula regulatory burdens are killing job developers, um, job creators as well. And so we have to get livable wages. We have to build homes. And uh, it's so expensive for a developer to build a house or a, a housing complex these days that it's impossible to pass on any savings. Uh, uh, and so on a higher level, there's a something called CEQA, you know, we, we need some CEQA reform, um, you know, unions and, you know, NIMBYists, uh, courtroom lawyers. I mean, it's, they're just abusing it like crazy. And so I want to try to uh, come down with some CEQA reform. Yeah. Uh, on a social level, um, you know, the Republican Party really needs to grow. I feel like anybody who uh, calls themselves a politician or a Republican at all has a responsibility to try to grow the party as healthily and, uh, you know, uh, strategically as possible. And right now we're missing out on uh, very key people. And so um, I think I speak the, the language of that group. I'm a different kind of uh, politician. I'm only 35 years old. I'm turning 36 in, in three weeks. Uh, I'm a dad. I'm a you know a regular guy. I'm a, a military veteran. I work in the real estate mortgage industry. And so 
Um, you know, I pay bills like everybody else. I'm, I'm not excited about this gas tax increase that's mm. coming tomorrow. Um, I'm angry about these things just like everybody else. And I also care a lot about my Second Amendment rights. And so um, that's not the responsibility of old people. And quite frankly, that's not the responsibility of white people. Americans as a whole, uh, black, white, and everything in between have a responsibility to care about those things and uh, be aggressive about uh, keeping control over it. And, um, you know, with the Republican Party, uh, you know, I, I always say, you know, the most conservative group of people um, are the conservative families, uh, are the uh, minority families, you know, mm-hmm. the Latino family, the black family, just socially and culturally are conservative in very many ways. And um, I, I just think they, it's important to see people who look like you, who sound like you, who come from where you come from, um, speak to the things that you care about. And um, I want to be one of the, the people who can be understood. You know, there's a, a lot of politicians that are in office right now that are only there because people really didn't understand what they were talking about. And they just voted for who they heard their friends and their family say that they were going to vote for. That so I want to be somebody who is clear and concise. And when you uh, when I speak about issues, I want to be able to explain them in a way that the average person can understand right. it. And um, it will make them more confident and competent and, um, you know, the policies going on around them. Well, so far you've done that. What's a website for yeah, you? How, website? how could people get a hold of you? Or help you out anyway. Yeah, so if you go to the website, it's going to be michaelmurrayforassembly.com. Nice. Um, that same, um, it's going to be that same tag for my email as well, michaelmurrayforassembly at gmail.com. Is it the letter or number four or is it F-O-R-E? It's a number four. That's right. That's fabulous. Well, you know, I you're well-spoken and uh, easy to understand, and yeah. it sounds like a really good guy to keep an eye on. Well, yeah, I try my best. You know, Albert Einstein has one of my favorite quotes. He says, uh, any idiot can make sim- something simple sound complicated with fancy words, but it takes an artist to make something complex simple. That's our and artist. So I want to make this That's you know, awesome. easy to swallow. All right, buddy. Hey, well, thank you very much, and we'll definitely get you back on the air, and we'll try to get as many people to go to your site as possible. Give it out one more time. Yeah, um, Michael Murray, the number four, assembly.com. All right, sir. Thank you very much, and have a great 4th of July. Thank you, guys. God bless. Thank you, God bless. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Folks, hey, welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, you heard us talk all the time about how easy it is to install a Cali key and how it makes your AR rifle California legal. Well, in recognition of the recent gun law changes, those law changes can put that unknowing owner of an AR-15 or a 10 on the wrong side of a jail door. If you want your AR to keep its pistol grip, telescoping stock, fore grip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible new California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford. That's Cali Key. Check them out at www.calikey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Last but not least, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapon for personal protection? 
do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and expensive lawyer costs? Talk to the good folks at firearmslegalprotection.com. Lance has his. I've got mine. And for less than $10 a month, you will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you. That's www.firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com, or 469-310-9100. That's 469-310-9100. And if you ever have to get into a situation with them, hopefully you won't, they'll assign a lawyer to you to take care of all your issues. And guess what? It might be John Dillon from Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP. Go to cafirearmslaw.com cafirearmslaw.com or you can call him direct at 760-431-9501 John is a shooter a hunter and he cares about your second amendment rights if you don't believe it sit back and take a listen hey how's it going wonderful man how are you enjoying that wonderful uh, sunshine out there are you at the Padre game with Michael too uh, I'm not at the Padre game, but I am at the beach today. Uh, it was too good of a day to miss out, and I'm pretty sure my kids would have came after me if I said we weren't going to the beach. <laughs> What's the matter? Is it a little hot in your neighborhood, my friend? Yeah, it's, I, I'm a little inland, so it's a little bit warmer over there than at the beach. Sure. Uh, it's, we're definitely in summer. Cool. So, but, uh, what are you chatting about? All right. Well, there's uh, two main issues here, obviously. Uh, people, a lot of people are well aware of what's happening and occurring tomorrow. But we have the Ammo Get In, Ammo Apocalypse, Ammo. You're breaking up. You're breaking, You're breaking up. up. You're breaking Stand up. Stand on one leg. Can you hear me? Ah, that's good. What'd you do? Uh, I stood up. <laughs> we got the ammo background checks coming in. Uh, that starts tomorrow. Now, anytime you ammunition, you will have to undergo a background check uh, in which your personal information will be as well as the make, uh, the amount, you know, even velocity of the uh, the gun or ammunition you're purchasing. That gets all recorded into a database in California. Data. Uh, operated by the DOJ. Uh, if you have a firearm registered to you uh, under the automated firearm system, uh, then you have a $1 uh, eligibility check or background check. Uh, if you don't have a firearm registered to you, it's going to be a $19 eligibility check uh, when you buy ammo. And again, this is not a one-time background check. You have to do a background check every time you go in to buy ammunition. Although they're saying uh, it'll take 60, 90 seconds. As far as I'm aware of today, uh, the system is not operational, and you know the FFLs that I've been speaking with have not had the ability to even get on. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. We're going to have Casey with the gun range San Diego on a little bit later, so maybe he'll give us an update. Yeah, it'd be great. Uh, for my check the other day, it, it was still many questions were unanswered. DOJ's and next to nothing to uh, do this. I mean, God, they want to set this system up. Uh, and just like with the subscription system, this is a last-minute, uh, you know, they're piecing it together. Uh, 
more than likely, people will not be able to buy ammunition tomorrow uh, because this system won't work correctly. Just like the assault weapon registration crashed for the last week it was running. Uh, so, you know, we may have, uh, if, for those of you who don't know, there is a, a challenge to that, Sharpie Vicera, which challenged the assault weapon registration and it got passed a motion to dismiss and they survived the plaintiffs. Uh, and the judge actually said that the DOJ, you know, amounted to deliberate indifference when it came to you know, this registration system. And looks like the ammunition uh, registration and background check system is go headed down that way, too. So it, it, it's going to get real messed up. Uh, for those of you uh, who have the pro-limits apply IDs right now, although the law and the regulations do not that they are required at all. The California DOJ is trying to make the argument that you need a, a real ID uh, to purchase ammunition, and if you don't, you have to bring additional proof uh, of you know residency citizenship, and that's either a valid unexpired passport, certified birth certificate, and a number of other items. So uh, it's not. That's for sure. Hey, John. Uh, and the great hey, thing, hey, John. Yeah. I just I want to give you an update on Real ID because I went and got mine, you know, last year, and I got yeah. a letter three weeks ago from DMV. Due to the fact that we need more information for your Real ID, I'm thinking, ah, geez, now I got to go back down. It says all you need to do sign the bottom of this form, you know, mark the fact and that the that address account. and everything are correct, and just mail it in. Yeah, my wife got one too about a week ago. Uh, it's just utterly absurd. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it is. The good news about this ammunition uh, background check system is uh, CRPA, you got to congratulate those guys. They have a case on file. They've already filed a complaint to challenge the laws. It's Road v. Becerra. So, you know, uh, check it out, look it up, uh, and support that because, you know, they're trying to get, uh, get rid of the bogus requirement to buy ammunition. And lastly, I'll say, you know, Technically, you can buy ammo online, but you have to ship it to an FFL in California, and you'll still have to go through the background check uh, in order to purchase ammunition. The hmm. other thing I have, which, again, is like as usual, it's not very good news, but tomorrow, July 1st, is the end of the assault weapon infraction. So up until, for the first year after the registration ended for assault weapons, if you caught, were caught with an illegal assault weapon because of some bogus technicality, um, you could you would either you just fraction and have to pay a fine, uh, and that was going to last it up until the July first tomorrow. We will see if uh, they try to extend that in any way, but it doesn't look like it. I mean, if you have an assault weapon and you get in trouble because it's not fraction. The $500 fine and infraction provision is no longer on the table when you're dealing with felony or misdemeanor charges. Likely felony, though. That's horrible. Yeah, so make sure your stuff's compliant because no longer are you going to be able to get away with paying a fine. Hey, can we rewind for one second and go back to that ammo law deal? Yeah. Is it true that there's a loophole in the law that says if someone comes from out of state and delivers ammunition to a uh, California resident such as Joe Dremisi that... Uh, that he could accept that ammunition and that's not breaking the law? Um, that one, we're just 
that up in the air for now on the radio. That's uh, okay. Uh, that's a, mm, we'll see on that. And it's okay. So it's gray. Yeah. And the reason I say that is by no means was tending for that to be the case. And so uh, if you're caught bring, driving in ammunition and selling it to a resident, more than likely, even if it does end up to be completely legal, it's going to cause problems, uh, you know, especially if police or anyone, you know, catches you doing it. Right. And you're going to have to go down the process to explain yourself and prove that it is, in fact, lawful. They're not just going to take your word for it. Sure. And maybe have to pay to prove for it, hire a lawyer and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. So very careful with that. Uh, you know, I have to go through that part the regulation or say anything uh, publicly on that. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, John, too, back to your, um, the buying ammunition online. Uh, I've been doing that for like the last year, stocking up and doing things. And uh, the company that I was buying for, when I went to order it like a month ago, they were saying that they're no longer doing business with California because of the regulations. So, you know, even though it's still legal, they could still do it. But, you know, companies on their own are deciding not to deal with it now. Yeah. And that's a big negative side effect that happens that a lot of times uh, companies outside of California won't ship to California. Legal firearms to, you know, ship into and purchase in California because they don't want to deal with California. <laughs> they don't want to deal with the state's regulations sure. and the paperwork. And so a lot of people, especially go on uh, auction sites, gun broker, a lot of people say no sales to California. And it doesn't matter if it's totally a, a legal California gun. They just don't want to bother with it because of, you know, these owners regulations. So that's going to be a big side effect. You're probably going to have uh, ammo prices increase dramatically, uh, let alone the additional fees that you're going to have to pay and, and time that you're going to have to take to, to to get ammo in California. Well, so uh, it was good that you stocked up. Uh, I, I know a lot of people that were doing that for the last couple of months, and it was a, a smart decision. Someone could see that, say that as a, a side effect of what's happening, but someone could also say that that's a real intended effect of this yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the argument I would make because yeah. uh, that's, I think that's the intended push. effect of a lot of these, these laws. They don't have yeah, anything to do to with of you know their second amendment right and and that, that's very clear that you see that all, through regulations that have been proposed one recent one that you know didn't get any traction but it's still it'll get proposed is increasing the fees for ccws to you know, 100 to 300 to no limit and that's uh, to make it too expensive to get your concealed permit even if you qualify even if you have an ongoing threat of the state wants to make it too expensive for you to be able to protect yourself. Sure. And, and yeah, it is their goal. They want to price it out of uh, guns. They want to price it out of ammunition. They want to price it out of your right. Whatever it's, they, uh, it's a terrible yeah. thing. Whatever they can do. Hey, I got to let you go, buddy. Thanks a million. Hey, yeah. go go jump in the ocean. Last thing I'll say is uh, take a look at the news in the next couple of days. We might have a little surprise for all you guys. Oh, thanks. Better be good news. Yeah. It might be. All right. Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP. Check them out. Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1, AIM 1170. The answer.
folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer. Hey, folks, you've heard us talk a lot about how easy it is to install a Cali key and how it makes your AR rifle California legal in recognition of recent gun law changes. Well, those law changes can put the unknowing owner of an AR-15 or AR-10 on the wrong side of a jail door. You don't want to be that person. And if you want to keep your AR pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrips, grips, and still have a detachable magazine, you need Cali Key. It is the most cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those horrible new California gun laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, right now, this segment is brought to you by the best gun range in San Diego County, as far as we're concerned. The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue. They're open 10 to 10, seven days a week. They are truly the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com, thegunrangesandiego.com. You will see all of the benefits and features that you could get when you go to the range. Uh, They have a library that's about as extensive as you can get. And the cool thing is, go out and shoot it on the range first. Make sure it's a gun for you. Talk to folks like Casey, and they will be more than happy to take care of you just like family. And as I mentioned before, first-time shooters, they love you. Second-time shooters or long-time shooters, they truly, truly respect you, and you'll be happy either way. All right, Mr. Casey, what do you got for us today? What are you doing today? I bet you're selling ammo. You're darn right. We're always pushing our ammo. You know, what stocks we have left, we're still pushing it. We got some 9 mil. We're pretty much bone dry on 45. We got some 5.56, left. So whatever ammo people need to get, come on down here and get it as quick as you can. Uh, we have another shipment coming in, but that'll be tomorrow, and then the fun begins. Yeah. Have you got all that yeah, other garbage straightened out? Because I don't think the drugs, you know, the computers. As, as, as best we can, you know. It, it, without the computer system's going to go. It's not even, like, up, so we can't even check it out. But it's, uh, luckily, you know, we're talking to all our customers. We're informing them. So everybody's going to have patience with us. I mean, they have to at this point. But no choice. we're informing people as best we can, you know. It's like, this isn't this isn't on us, so please don't get mad at us that it takes a little while because no government system is going to take that quick. But at least they finally have it broken down, you know, into the little three segments so you actually know which is which. So, so far it's going to be... You know, the, the the longest part is going to be the actual background check itself, which is going to be a couple minutes, hopefully, um, as long as everybody's ducks in a row and you've purchased a gun within the past five years in California. You should be okay, but what they were also talking about is if there's any misinformation with your ID versus what's on the drills and whatnot, then they have to go correct that, and you have to re-drill some other stuff. So if everybody's, you know, if their paperwork's good and everyone's information's fine, it shouldn't be that bad, but again, it still sucks. Hey, hey, Casey, real, real quick, um, have you seen a screenshot yet of what information that you guys, the, 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 the gun shop employee, has to put in the system? Like bullet weight yeah, and grain I, and all this stuff? Yeah, I've been looking at it right now. We have this pamphlet that we're going through. So it's, it's, it's going through all the information. So you're pretty much looking at the box of ammo, and you're putting in like to the T of what it is 
the grain of it, how much, like, you know. The cost per bullet. That, but, did you see all yeah. that? Yeah, I did. The that, cost per round yeah. and all this stuff. So, hey, Casey, I got a question. Let's say somebody's got, you know, got their, their permit when they bought a gun and it expired. Can you sell them ammo with a expired permit? Permit as in like an FSC or yeah. permit as in, uh, so on these ones, it won't be. So these ones are basically going to be going off the DRO system. So if you oh. haven't had a gun purchase in California within the past five years, you're, that's the one where you're paying the yeah, $20 fee. That's the one they, you don't need no stinking badges. Says, yeah. The, that one's called the, which one's that one? That's the basic or is that the standard? Excuse me. I'm looking at it. I'm reading it right here. So the basic one is the one where you do not have a current Gross in there, or right. you haven't grossed anything within the past few years, and it could take multiple days or denied. Oh, oh. gotcha. Yeah. So okay. if you have one, the standard one is the other dollar one, and that's one where you've already done a gross within the past five years for a handgun, and as long as all the information is still current, it'll be okay. The other one, the the one, if you have a COE, it's pretty easy. They just type in your COE number and a couple of things, and you're good. Gotcha. So luckily for us people that work in the firearm industry and other people, if you have your COE, you're good for the most part. It's still, uh, yeah, it's still going to be an interesting process trying to learn through this. You know, it's a whole new system that's going statewide, and everybody's learning it at the same exact time. So, yeah. just imploring our our wonderful customers that we have to just please be patient with us. Well, <laughs> this is not our fault. Yeah, they've been hearing it for a while. The ones that are informed. Joe, do you have a question? So, yeah, hey Casey, um, the do you, are you finding that most of your customers are aware of this and they know it's coming? Or are you still talking to people that are? you know, shocked when you mention this? Um, for the most part, pretty much everybody knows because we've been pushing it so much for so long that mm-hmm. everybody is, you know, good for the most part. Um, very few people I've had come in have been asking, but like, oh, you know, they ask, oh, is that background check still going in? So the people are informed. They're just, you know, they know that it's coming, but they don't know exactly what it entails and what's going to be the process for it. So that's what we're trying to speed people up on and educate people on is how long it's going to take and whatnot. So, yeah, what it comes to is because they basically have the three classes for the checks on it, which is the COE check, the standard, which, you know, that's the one where you already have the drills. And then the basic one is where it says a determination may take days to complete. So, you know, when it comes to the DOJ, days you're probably going to get denied, honestly. And I, I <laughs> it's just going to be bad. Yeah. How long do you think it's going to take you though? You know, the clerk again to, you know, to input all this info. I mean, that's the thing. We, the system's not up, so we can't even figure that out. <laughs> yeah. We haven't even been able to I've go through I've seen some and screenshots. Exactly yeah. what's going to be long. Yeah. Okay. It just, yeah, we have, we have this pamphlet that is goes step by step and there's like seven steps to it. So it's not like, it's going to be a lot. Once we get it down, it'll be pretty quick. It's like doing our drosses for our guns. Mm. Once you've done them enough, you pretty much, you know, you can fill them out pretty quick. Like I can fill out a full drills within, you know, a minute, two minutes. So if I have all the information correct and ready to go, but you know, if we're, we're still learning this whole new system, we got to figure it out and make sure it's done correctly. Because on these ones, especially in California, there's no returns on ammo sales. So, you know, yeah. everybody's going to make sure we do everything gross the stuff first and then do the sale because say they get denied or something they paid for the sample there's nothing we can do you know refund wise so um it's going to be very tasking to all the firearm industry and all the gun stores and ammo places and whatnot because we're going to have to be on the ball even more now 
to make sure that we don't mess up anybody's paperwork because, I mean, one little mess up on it and then these people can't get ammo and then they're going to have to deal with DOJ to correct it so that they can buy ammo again. So it's um, it's definitely an eye-opener for how California is running things now, and it's just obscene. Well, do you have a question, Joe? Yeah, so Casey, you're saying the system's not up yet. Is that Are they having problems with it or they're just not giving you access they until tomorrow morning? They, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't given us access for it. It's not kicking in until tomorrow. So we're going on there and seeing it. We're checking it all the time and seeing if the buttons are in there. We just haven't seen it pop up on ours. So there's no way. We haven't been able to practice for it or anything. If they put the system in, you know, weeks back when they were, you know, supposed to or whatnot, then we could actually get the buttons down and understand what we got to do for it. But until that point, we we don't know. So come tomorrow, we're going to start learning just like everybody else. Gotcha. Well, so you know, in the – uh, horrible in in the meantime i have an extremely serious question to ask you i've been getting texts and all these contacts uh contacted by uh listeners and and so um who won the three gun <laughs> so yeah yeah that actually just got done today uh our guys took second place for their first competition we've only had one guy on the team that's actually done competitions so we took second place which we're not mad at whatsoever Allegedly, well, well there's, uh, you know, there's one thing that people need to understand with these competitions. You got to make sure your gear's good because somebody on one of the teams was running and his handgun fell out of his holster. Oh, was it wasn't on our team? <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay, so well, uh, yeah, so our I'll congratulations in order then for second place. <laughs> You're darn right. Okay, congratulations, <laughs> and then uh, who so, came in first place? Gunfighter. Yeah, Holy smokes! They retain the they retain uh, the trophy. The title. Yes. Yeah, they cheated. <laughs> oh, yeah. listen to listen. this. Nothing like us. We're all here to talk smack. It's good. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure losing all. Yeah, I'm very proud of my guys. You know, we've been they're updating us on it, sending us videos and how they're going. And we, you know, we're that's great. Who is on your team? For all of our guys. We had Brian Valdez, one of our managers. Raymar is one of our RSOs. Okay. Ron, and then Eric and uh, John was our other guy. who's kind of our anchor for that because he's actually done three gun competitions before the rest of our guys have never done a, th- a single three gun competition or anything like that so they've been training for you know a month or two within wow. the range they'll, they set up barriers in the range they've done all sorts of stuff in the range they'll stay here till like one or two in the morning training so we couldn't uh, be happy with how our guys perform. that's great now that was five teams correct yes it was it was five teams and uh three gun competition mm-hmm. and so the the mm-hmm. the three gun again is a it's a, a rifle, a pistol, and a shotgun. Yep. And, yep. and these guys, these were combatives, so they were using plate carriers. Plate carriers this time. So okay. it, yep, it wasn't going just straight slick with a belt. Like, they actually had weight on it, and they had to maneuver through certain obstacles. Wow. They had to shoot from underneath cars, in cars, all sorts of stuff. So they, when's, when's the next shoot? Great war, so. When's the next, when's the next competition? Know, I think I think we're going to have to set up the next one, and we'll, it'll be on our terms this time so we can, you know, gotcha. see how the range is and set it up beforehand. Gotcha. All right. All right. <laughs> the gun range, San Diego. And, and I hear you got one of my shotguns in uh, in jail right now yes, for the 10-day. Yes, we do. I'm back there. Yep. She's, uh, she's still back, sitting back there looking pretty. And which so. one is it? That is the Benelli 1014. He bought that Broughton's one. So, Lingus, i got to get another one in here to sell. Yeah, he's that kind of guy. Don't ever bring anything new in there and tell him. New and shiny, bronze. All right, buddy. Hey, well, thank you very much for calling in. 
gun range san diego 10 to 10 seven days a week go down and give casey a hard time yep tell him you want a million rounds of ammo because he's not doing anything <laughs> they're open till 10 they're open till 10 <laughs> on fm 96 1 am 11 70 we are the answer folks welcome back you are listening to gun sports radio fm 96 1 am 1170 we are the answer hey do you or any of your family keep a taser pepper spray firearm or other weapons for personal protection do you have or are you going to go get a ccw well if you're involved in an incident what are your plans to pay for bail and expensive lawyer costs well if you hook up with firearms legal protection for less than ten dollars a month you will have a peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. That's firearmslegal.com. Or you can call 844-357-9400. Get you and your family totally safe for less than $10 a month. You can't beat it. All right. Hey, we got Sam the Gunman on the line. How you doing, buddy? Outstanding. How are you? Well, your uncle's at a Padre game, so he bailed on us. So we had to come up with our own question. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. We gotta win- so which end does the bullet leave the rifle? No, I'm only kidding. Oh, he's so bad. He's so bad. I so know. what are you priming, priming the pump with uh, today, my friend? Are you drinking uh, chocolate milk or what's in the glass? <laughs> How Tang do you- this time. Oh, what How was do- that? What was that? Tang. 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 Tang is the... Who drinks Tang? Astronauts. That's right. Exactly. All right. So we have a question. We have a question. And we don't so have an answer, but we have a question. It's a bright and sunny afternoon here in sunny San Diego. Probably, what, 82 degrees. Just absolutely gorgeous. Right, yep. Joe? I think so. Yeah. Yep, absolutely stunning. So we, we want to keep it uh, uh, simple and fast. You should be able to nail this one and then just move on. Well, what was the name of the rifle that uh, Lewis and Clark carried through the great wilderness? This this one's been asked in different forms about three times now. The Girondoni air rifle. Uh, see, I uh, didn't I tell you, Dave? Well, I, I thought we did can't this. remember what I had for but, breakfast. Uh, anyway, but give us the history again on the Girondoni air rifle again because it's just so amazing. Um. Well, I'm sorry to keep repeating myself, but um, it was an air rifle. It had an air reservoir in the stock sealed with leather because they didn't have rubber gaskets back then. Um, and they pumped it up, and they could fire these uh, pellets out of it with compressed air. I got how, how effective was that gun? It could kill a bear. Really? Yeah. And we have another question for you. Okay. So what was the model shotgun that the United States government used during World War, World War I? Uh, Winchester M1897. Ah, dang it. He got that one, too. How about uh, during the Iraq War? But you're only <laughs> supposed to ask one question. What, are you trying to stump the poor kid? <laughs> you're going to make him drink another glass of Tang here in about two minutes. Well, I know they use different models of shotguns, but I know one that's in fairly common use in the U.S. military is the Mossberg 500. Oh, gotcha. What about the uh, Benelli 1014? <laughs> That's only because he um, just yeah, bought yeah. one. Give him some love. Marine Corps who uses that one. That's oh, it. you're a Marine. Now. I got it, man. All right. Well, listen. Yeah, he just bought one, and uh, Casey's telling him he's got to come get it. You're a shining star, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Hey, have a great Fourth of July. You too. Thank All right, you, buddy. All right. So we now, Mr. Jamisi, what have you been writing about lately? Would that be considered an op-ed? 
Uh, yeah, kind yeah, of. I kinda, guess. Yeah. I just I'd like that word, op-ed. I don't know. It, that's probably not all that important, but it. it yeah. Oh, somebody wrote an op-ed. Ooh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, we can go with op-ed. That okay, sounds all right. Um, no, I'm talking about with the what everyone's talking about now. The new ammo laws that are coming into effect here on Monday, and uh, just not to talk about the old, same old stuff, but um, you know, some other aspects of this because uh, John touched on it a little bit um, when we were talking with him a little bit earlier. And, you know, these laws really, you have to look at the big picture here. And, and these laws really have nothing to do with, with reducing crime. They have nothing to do with, um, with public safety or anything. These are all aimed at, at hurting gun owners and, and making it difficult to own firearms, to discourage people from owning firearms, and, and really to disarm people. I mean, that, that's really what the intent is. And, you know, People, uh, I think all Americans, but gun owners in particular, need to start waking up to this stuff and need to start, you know, fighting back, basically, and not electing these people that are going to do this kind of thing. If you were um, unfortunate enough the other night to watch the uh, Democratic primary debates, every single one of those people wants you disarmed. And every single one of them, there's not anyone on there that doesn't think that way. And the only idea they came up with is to come get them. Well, oh, well, they wanted you, they were going to, you were going to give you money for your guns. That's right. Well, not, yeah. When it's a mandatory buyback, that's confiscation. There's, you know, yeah, and, that's what and you it's call not even it. buyback because buyback assumes or implies that they owned it in the first place, which mm-hmm. they didn't. Oh yeah. That's good. But, point. um, you know, with the, uh, the gun law, cause, uh, with, uh, what John was talking about too, with ordering stuff online, um, you know, a lot of people, I guess there's a couple of approaches here and you could take the approach of stocking up on this stuff and giving the lawsuits a chance to take effect and run their course. And hopefully the stuff will get overturned. Um, you know, or, you know, lunch in Yuma, like I was saying is going to become popular mm-hmm. because you're going to force people to go do these things now. And it's, it's just absurd. And the people that it hurts are, you know, the gun shops. Um, and, and, and the, the reason I say people need to wake up and start fighting this, I was in a, uh, a store the other day that just sells ammo and I was talking to the guy behind the counter and, um, you know, I had happened to mention that, you know, there's the CRPA has got a lawsuit ready to go. Hopefully the stuff will get overturned. And his, his attitude was, no, it's a done deal. Nothing will ever come. This is how it's going to be. And I'm thinking, you know, he way, gave up. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that's what I'm thinking, you know, Newsom loves you guys when you do that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, and, and this is the kind of guy that it's going to hurt. Uh, you know, the most, because something I didn't realize until I, you know, really got more into the firearms and the shooting and everything is that most of these stores, most of the ranges and stuff are small family run businesses. These, you know, I mean, there's places like Turner's and stuff out there, but the majority of the shops around here are small family run businesses. Yeah. And, um, you know, the ammunition sales are a significant, you know, part of their, their business. And, um, you know, what I'm thinking, what's probably going to happen is people that shoot a lot, that buy a lot of ammo that aren't reloading themselves, mm-hmm. um, are just not going to get into the system because people are, are leery, I think, of government databases, especially here in California. And I think they're just, you know, it's easy enough to go somewhere else and buy it and, and you know, come back in and just stock up with it. Right. And I think it's really, I don't know what the, you know, the fallout's going to be in, in terms of lost business, but I... It's got to be, I don't know, 30, 40%, something like that. I mean, they're going to lose a lot of business. Well, like we were talking about before, side effect or, or intended effect, and that's probably intended effect. Mm. I think again, it is. Yeah, and I right? think it is. That's Again, they just want to hurt people. Yeah. They don't know any other way 
to make it. They don't know any other way to control it. Right. You know, they can't. And how many how many years have they been trying to do this? We're well, talking 50 years. I mean, and how many been... states, how many countries have done this, taken all the guns away? And the yeah. crime is still there. Well, crime didn't been, go anywhere. We were talking earlier before the show started about solutions for our listeners. Now, what's the solution? The show, the show is itself is an outlet where we try and inform people right. about what their rights are and whatever. But to empower them, we got San Diego County gun owners. Right. You know, everybody's got to join to grow us. We need we're we went to a thousand. We're at twelve hundred. Yeah. We need to get to that two thousand, that twenty five hundred. Right. We turn into a, a voting. We need block. to get to a hundred thousand. Well, what we and, need to but do. people, you know, they think that you know their their vote doesn't matter. It does, and we say come with us and yeah. and they do yeah and and people like i said people need to vote that's the that's the best way to do this and um they just need to be involved and for a long time i think gun owners had the idea of well i don't like politics i let somebody else do it yeah, and i've and, got my second amendment yeah, right they can't CCW, bother me you know, right well, yeah. when i used to go with uh, michael schwartz at different functions before it was san diego county gun owners you know and, and when it was when it just started to be san diego county gun owners people go well man can you give me a ccw and now look what happens yes we actually can yeah so it does make a difference it, it really does. does and there's a lot you can do and uh and again i think michael murray mentioned it a little bit earlier today too that a good guy these laws impact everybody this isn't this should not be a republican democrat thing i no. mean democrats own guns you know moderates own guns sure they do. liberals own guns i mean these things hurt everybody it and, does and people really need to realize what's going on and stand up and just not well, tolerate it's this us thing. against the government that's the sad thing i don't care if it's the <laughs> off-road community it's true they're always trying to close our deserts down they just closed pismo beach you can't drive your buggies out on yeah. pismo beach and it's us against the government. Yeah, sadly, and and if we don't stay and fight, that makes me crazy when somebody says, that's it, I'm moving to Utah. That's it, I'm moving to Idaho. No, no. stay and fight. We'll stay and fight here in California, Grad. Well, As you were saying, when Newsom, when Newsom ought to get a bunch of people upset and get them to do something. I hope so. You know, that's the silver lining and, you know, having this this um you know Gavin Newsom as governor and having the overwhelming majority that they have up in the uh, assembly is that you know I think they're going to be so over the top that maybe it's going to start waking up you know the independents the people yeah. um, that really vote here because you know a lot of people say that okay it's all democrat we're overwhelmed by democrat but if you actually look at the numbers you know there's a percentage that are republicans there's a percentage that are you know democrats but then uh, a larger the the main group is uh identified or registered as independent. That's right. And these are the people that... Can make a difference. Yes, exactly. And, and if you sit on the couch, you're not going to make well, a difference. Well, your turning point was with Obama. And what did you do? That's true. Well, again, seeing just the attitude that was coming out of the White House in those years, the the race baiting, the, mm -hmm. the anti-police stuff, I you know, I started thinking that, you know, it's time I, I learned how to use a handgun now. It's something I'd wanted to do, but that was the thing. That so you hadn't been shooting all these years. You just kind no, of. That was his up. trigger. I, I that was up, his trigger. Yeah, I grew up hunting as a kid. I always had a shotgun and everything. Yeah, but yeah. as an adult, I never really did any of that until that started happening. And I, and I was thinking, this it's going to get mm. banned here. And that that's what inspired me. And that's what I'm here with Gun Sports Radio. That's sure. why you and I that's we started we the show it. because of the whole thing back mm. then. And we tell people and tell our listeners today, if you haven't joined San Diego County Gun Owners, get on board. Tell your friends about the show. $10. $10 a month, right. folks. Come on, you can't buy lunch yeah, for that. Come with us. So, and we need to get together as a unit. It just seems like conservative are. people don't. But we are more through these organizations. Yes, and, and we show. have to. But we are. You got to back them. You got to stand behind them. Hey, I want to thank all of our fantastic sponsors, San Diego County Gun Owners, the Gun Range San Diego, uh, Gatsky 
Dillon and Balance LLP, Firearms Legal, Cali Key, San Diego County Gunowners.com, The Gun Range, San Diego.com, CA Firearms Law.com, Firearms Legal.com, www.calikey.com. Please help us out. And don't forget to go to Facebook, Twitter. Look for Gun Sports Radio. Yes, sir. And congratulations to Gunfighter Tactical on winning the, the three yeah, gun. Yeah, woo Yeah. Okay, Lee. All right, folks, go buy your ammo today or you're out until <laughs> lunch right here on FM 961 AM 1170. But don't go anywhere. I got a pretty exciting show coming up. You're going to have to wait to find out the title right here on FM 961 AM 1170 Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.